millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, everyone. And, of course, welcome back. Or, if this is the first time you're joining us, welcome. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and this is another edition of Red Pill News for Red Pill News Live. Sorry, I was stuck in the weekend. If this is your first time here, or if... You've been here for many, many years, and you still don't necessarily know how it works. When you arrive and the show has been scheduled, to find the time the show will be live, just look below the title of the video on your screen. Then go just a little bit lower. You're going to see the name of the channel. Then go a little bit lower. You're going to see locals, a little thing about locals. And then just below that, right before where all the tags telling you what the show is about, it has a time. It says show starts at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or if you're Pacific, it'll say 2. If you're Mountain, it'll say 3. Yeah. But either way, I don't care if it's your first time or your last time. I appreciate you being here. We've got a lot to talk about today. One of those subjects is the secret payments that were being sent monthly to Joseph Robinette Biden through Hunter Biden's Chinese-serving law firm, Owasco PC. We've got a whole bunch of other topics to talk about today as well, so I hope that you stick around. Please sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, because we're going to be right back after this. My friends, gold is on the rise. It just soared past $2,000 an ounce. And the wars in Israel and the Ukraine, plus the rate cuts that are on the table, well, all of these things are working together to help fuel the meteoric rise of this 
beautiful, precious metal. And the top banks, Deutsche Bank, UBS, Bank of America, JP Morgan, all of them are forecasting sizable rate cuts coming up in the election year. And you've got the heads of the top financial firms pointing out the similarities to what we see in America now in the 1970s. Take a look back at 1979. At that time, we had the Iran hostage crisis. There was war in the Middle East, and major U.S. cities were in disarray and stagflation. At that time, gold went from $158 an ounce in 1974 to $850 an ounce in 1980. Meanwhile, our national debt is skyrocketing even higher. There's a direct correlation between the national debt and the price of gold. Back in 2020, the U.S. debt was at $23 trillion and gold was $1,500 an ounce. Well, now in 2023, it's $33 trillion and gold is over $2,000 an ounce. Now, President Trump, he warned us the U.S. dollar no longer being the world standard will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. So you can call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Remember to mention me, Zach Payne, and Red Pill News. And when you do, you will always get best-in-class service from Patriots Protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you might be eligible for the no-fee-for-life IRA. It's available on qualifying rollovers, and to find out if you do qualify, give them a call today at 888-857-6092 and get your free investor guide today. Once again, Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for seven years in a row. Call them today at 888-857-6092. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector. I am joining you from my home studio. We have a lot to discuss today. I see several new names out there in the show, and I can sincerely appreciate you guys keeping the chat as comfy as you possibly can. <clears throat> I'm a little bit behind today, let me be honest with you, because I had some things that I was taking care of. Uh, Lisa and I are still working on the house, uh, and of course, it's never-ending. I have a whole bunch of repairs that I have to do before I can install some shelves in our closet. Uh, yeah, I look, <laughs> Palinon says I look more tan with every show I watch. It's because I make sure I get sun every single day. Every single day I get just a little bit of UV so I can keep this up because it is, of course, the winter time down here. So we don't get as much sun anytime I'm able to. I make sure that I get out there and do it. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you guys hanging out here in the chat. And if I can just remind you once more, the time the show starts is always, always on the exact same page where you come to go into the chat. Just look above the chat. It's right there. It says it not only on my channel, but everybody else's channel on Rumble as well. So I hope that this helps you to navigate the intricacies of Rumble as a platform. The thing about it is any platform you go to, it's going to give you a time, maybe with the exception of Getter. I know that Twitter forces me to set a time. Getter doesn't. They just, you know, you just go live and, and you know, you, you hope for what's best. Over on the foxhole at pilled.net, the time is clearly displayed there as well. Uh, and need I remind you, Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 
That's the time I go live every single day, Monday through Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern. And then on Saturdays and Fridays also, I go live at 9 p.m. Eastern. So all you have to do is remember Monday through Thursday, be here at 5. Friday and Saturday, be here at 9, and you'll be fine. You guys are going to make it. I know all of you out there are incredible kids. Let's jump right into the news. First of all, we've had a couple of, uh, I don't know, I guess maybe, uh, uh, I guess uh, uh, just like catastrophic defeats for a couple of the Republican contenders who, who were pretending to run for the uh, Republican nomination. First of all, North Carolina, or excuse me, North Dakota Governor Doug Bergram, uh, he was a candidate that you probably didn't know about unless you were from North Dakota. And even then, you probably didn't really know much about him either because there's not a ton of people living in North Dakota. But uh, Doug Bergram has dropped out of the race. Now, Chris Christie continues to LARP as a candidate thinking that he's going to go all the way. But Chris Christie's only job seems to be to make Donald Trump look better uh, and, uh, of course, to make himself look worse. The more that Chris Christie is on stage, the the more opportunity he has to speak in public. I think that the more resolute the American public is to make sure that he never holds elected office again. And after this humiliating defeat in the state of Maine, where he's not going to be allowed to be on the ballot, it goes to show you that his uh, his popular support among the American people is even less than he had gauged uh, himself. So why is it that Chris Christie couldn't get on the ballot? Well, it's a very simple reason. You have to have a minimum number of signatures as a presidential candidate. So that means that you either have to have a base that's already built into that state, or you've got to have a dedicated network of people who believe in you so that they can go out and talk to the public in those areas, get those people's signatures. Oftentimes, if uh, you've been perhaps walking into a shopping mall or perhaps a uh, a food service center, maybe you're going to Myers, you're going to King Super, Kroger, I don't know, any of those places, somebody comes up to you and it's election time and they say, hey, have you heard about Chris Christie? And you're like, oh yeah, he's that uh, that, that tub of shit from New Jersey that got in trouble for the bridge thing, right? And they're like, thank you, sir. Have a great day. And they just walk away. They probably wanted you to sign a petition to get Chris Christie on the ballot. That was a real life interaction that I just gave you right there. I actually used that. I saw that myself one time in the past. But in order to qualify for the primary, which is coming up on March 5th, he had to have at least 2,000 signatures. Unable to achieve those 2,000 signatures, Chris Christie is now missing that deadline for the number of signatures, and therefore he will not be on the ballot. I don't know if he will be allowed to be a write-in candidate on the ballot, uh, but whereas before Chris Christie might have gotten 20 or 30 votes at the end of the day, uh, you can bet now he's not going to be getting any. So, Chris Christie, we barely knew you uh, any more than we needed to. So we'll go ahead and see you later. See you later. All right. We also have a couple of stories that came out over the weekend that I I wanted to talk about, but it was just not the right time. I did a show uh, with Matt Couch on Saturday. If you haven't seen that, I would suggest you go ahead and check it out uh, because Matt goes through in detail his health uh, maladies that he's been suffering over the last couple of months. And, you know, I I know that not everybody likes everybody in this movement, but Matt's been a good friend of mine for a long time. And I think he's a a real American patriot. And no matter what you think of his methods or, uh, you know, 
his stances on things. Uh, I know where Matt's heart is, and he truly has been working nonstop to try to fix the problems that are inherent in our broken and corrupt system here in America. He, he's always done his best to try to elevate President Trump, and he's done so to the detriment of his own health. And that's something that I personally can totally relate to, okay, because uh, it's happened to me. I have gone through periods where I've completely worn myself out, just devoted entirely to the cause. That's the only thing I think about. I eat, sleep, breathe, and, you know, what the other thing is uh, in the morning. Anyways, when it comes to this sort of life, um, and, and it's not for the glory. There is no glory, okay? It's more trouble than anything else. Uh, but it's all about saving America. It's all about getting Donald Trump back into the White House. It's about uniting Americans under a common banner, a banner of nationalistic identity. Our nation is so special among the history of nations. As a nation, we have survived longer than many other places in our current incarnation. You know, they often point to uh, the, the Roman Empire, but the Roman Empire was constantly evolving, you know? I mean, it was constantly a battle of trying to keep this little stronghold from destroying this other stronghold or stopping this other nation from coming in and sacking and destroying and looting and burning and raping the women and stealing the children. You know, thank God we haven't had that here. But we are approaching a moment in history where we could lose it all. I don't believe we're going to, but I think it's important to understand just exactly what's at stake if we're going to take it seriously. And one of those things that they're doing to try to destroy both Donald Trump and the nation uh, is working together with the full weight, power, and financial resources of the deep state. And if we're going to prove that these people have been colluding behind the scenes, remember collusion, the idea of collusion, really it's not anything at all. It's just a word that sounds good that they can put on paper and say over and over again on the local news and on national news as well. Uh, And then it sticks in the craw of Americans. Well, let's start using the word collusion because that's exactly what Joe Biden, that's exactly what the DOJ. That's exactly what the Federal Bureau of Investigation, that's what damn near every single federal agency with an investigative arm did. They colluded together to frame Donald Trump, to subjugate the American people, and to destroy the world's greatest nation. So thank God House Republicans have been doing things. For some people, it's not enough. I think for some people, it'll never be enough. But as I often like to remind you, you know, we don't have that view behind the curtain. We don't fully understand the layout of these pieces on this chessboard. And as uh, I was speaking with my guest over the weekend, you know, if you're just watching a chess game and, you know, all you know is that the king and the queen are the the most important pieces and uh, you see one of the players sacrificing pieces uh, and you you might think, gosh, those people, they're they're losing. They, They don't know what they're doing. But as long as the queen doesn't get taken and that queen is the last piece standing, or at least they take out the other player's queen, they're the winner. All we have to do is safeguard our queen, which in this instance, it's a king. President Trump. President Trump is our number one piece on this board. And so the Republicans and these various investigations that we have, let's say we're, well, no, we're white and Joe Biden and the deep state, they're black. All right. So you've got all the good white pieces and they're moving around. And occasionally you might drop a piece. Occasionally, you know, they might give up something. They might make it look like we take a step back. But then you see something like this. House Republicans demanding all of the communications between Jack Smith 
and the DOJ about the decision to indict Donald Trump, because we know that this wasn't something that happened organically. We already know that there were high level discussions at the very top within the Joe Biden White House discussing exactly how they were going to take down Donald Trump and the order that they would need to do it in. I think that they are stupid enough to believe that they could get away with something like this, but they're not intelligent enough to recognize what sort of an effect this would have on the American public, Uh, just how much it would galvanize us behind Donald Trump, Uh, how angry it would make politicians in Washington, D.C., who, despite the fact that they're elected officials in the most corrupt city or you know, the uh, city state in the world, there are people there who are doing good work. And I think that when we get a look at Jack Smith and the DOJ's communications, it's going to be a revelation. So on Friday, it was demanded uh, that Merrick Garland's DOJ and Jack Smith's special counsel team provide all of their comms about what happened in the lead up to charge President Donald Trump. Uh, the indictment on 37 federal counts in Miami was handed down in June. President Trump then charged with 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information and then a number of other process crimes, which really don't matter or make up anything on uh, all of these having to do with conversations with his lawyer. Let me remind you the way that the court system works, and nobody should know that better than a career prosecutor and the, the attorney general of the United States. Lawyers and clients are given something called privilege, okay? <clears throat> Not the kind of privilege where you get into Harvard because, you know, you're uh, you have more melanin in your skin or the kind of privilege where you get to sit down first at a restaurant because you flash a twenty dollar bill at the waitress. No, no, no. This is attorney client privilege. It means that attorneys and their clients can have conversations about the sorts of things that you don't necessarily want to be revealed publicly. I'm not insinuating that President Trump did anything wrong because I don't believe he did. But it means that a lawyer and a client can have a more honest form of communication because it's necessary if that lawyer is going to provide the client with the best possible defense when it comes down to certain things. But in the case of Donald Trump, his lawyers have been forced to turn on him. The judges have removed that attorney-client privilege. They have forced them to have conversations about what their private conversations were about. And then you go above and beyond that, and you have something called presidential privilege, where a president is expected to be able to have private conversations with his advisors and the people around him and that that information is never going to get out. It cannot be subpoenaed. It cannot be compelled. It means the president and his advisors can speak about hypotheticals. They can talk about the worst possible scenarios without people hearing about it and then freaking out. But again, in President Trump's instance, His security clearance got ripped, his presidential privilege got ripped, his attorney-client privilege got ripped, and it all leads back to the Joe Biden White House and Merrick Garland's DOJ. Again, then he got hit with three additional charges into the classified invest classified documents investigation at Mar-a-Lago. So in a letter that Jack Smith was written by the House Oversight Committee, it said the Supreme Court has consistently overturned criminal convictions against public officials and private parties based upon broad theories of prosecution under general criminal statutes. Yet you 
have used just such a theory in your prosecution of President Trump, relying on a general conspiracy statute to allege a conspiracy to defraud the United States. Well, the Supreme Court has held past attempts to prosecute under such a theory exceeded the reach of the statutes on which they were based, including the overly expansive definitions of official acts in quotations. So the committee is interested to learn whether the department considered the Supreme Court's parameters in weighing the prosecution of former President Trump and any analysis developed in determining that the use of the general conspiracy statute conformed to the precepts articulated in these cases. I am certain that they did have those conversations. I think they knew from the start that even if they were able to attain these prosecutions, they would never hold up in court, not on going through appeal. And certainly if they have to get to the Supreme Court of the United States, none of them would be held. President Trump would be held blameless. Uh, the United States and the DOJ would look just like, you know, uh, what do they call them? I don't know. They'd have tar on their faces. Anyways, they would look terrible. At the end of the day, the point isn't necessarily to put President Trump in prison. It's simply just to bankrupt him, to hamstring him, to make it impossible for him to run for president. And I think initially they were hoping to poison him in the minds of the American people. But again, President Trump is now the the 21st century uh, – what is his name? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Jesse James. There we go. 21st century Jesse James. He's an American outlaw. Uh, these people have turned him into a mythical figure even more than he was. And they've completely shot themselves in the foot in the uh, in the same time. So they're looking for all documents and communications concerning the DOJ's authority to compel a grand jury to excuse me, to impanel a grand jury in the United States District Court for the District of Columbia and the Southern District of Florida. They need all documents and communications concerning your authority to offer immunity pursuant to 18 U.S. Code 6002 to individuals testifying before either grand jury. They also want all documents and communications concerning any oversight by the Department of Justice regarding any of these topics, specifically including but not limited to all documents and communications exchanged between your office and the department concerning your decision to return an indictment of President Trump. They have given Jack Smith and the DOJ until December 15th to turn over all of these legally requested documents. And it's certainly going to be an interesting one because based upon the you know current track that the House Republicans have been on, they're probably going to be releasing all of this stuff to the public. Uh, and if it's as damning as I believe it to be, uh, then it's going to be a good read entirely. All right. Is Rumble messing up, you guys? That sucks because I'm looking over here and it looks like it's working to me. Remember, you can always hit the settings wheel in the video player, click the quality button, and you can go down or up in quality depending on whether or not it's working for you. And then, of course, you always have the option to go to pilled.net which is the foxhole. My mods can go ahead and pass that out if you guys want to see it. I want to say on the foxhole, thank you so much to Sean Joe for dropping that cookie. Thank you so much to Porpoiseful for dropping the cookie as well. Uh, so Napkinator79, are you using the Rumble app or are you using Rumble in your browser? Um, because I would say if if one isn't Working properly, maybe try the other one. Uh, if you're using Pilled and that's happening, you know, all of this stuff honestly is probably going to work better on a computer just because 
Uh, all of these platforms are built from the ground up. They they haven't had the opportunity to streamline this stuff over the last 20 years, basically. Uh, yes, you like the people in this chat. So here's what a lot of people do, APEL. Uh, people will have both chats open, both windows open, and they'll both be at the same point. So that if for some reason one of the streams messes up, you just mute that one and then you watch the one and the other. And then you've got the chats for both of them right in front of you. It's it's pretty sweet. OK, uh, so this was a really important story. That broke on Saturday, and we've talked about this on so many different occasions. You know, the Philippines have probably had the most public example and, and frankly, the broadest reporting on the state of their elections and, more importantly, the use of electronic voting machines and infrastructure, electronic uh, election machine infrastructure, uh, based upon Smartmatic systems. Now, uh, we've seen uh, a series of bribes. We've seen elections that appeared to be stolen much in the exact same way they were here in the United States of America. Uh, and now the Philippines Election Commission, after the latest round of legal battles as a result of this stuff, they have voted to ban Smartmatic entirely from the nation's election system. This is going to be the end of 13 years of Smartmatic being the essentially the provider of election technology and infrastructure in the small nation of the Philippines. Now, this is all revolving around the allegations of bribery uh, that were made against Chairman Andre Batista. Apparently, he was paid off so that Smartmatic would win the contract for elections back in 2016. This was all, you know, reported. I think as a result of like a jilted lover, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, wow, wow! Thank you so much, you guys. Sean Joe, thanks again for that cookie. And then Sean Joe uh, just gifted a uh, bronze tier subscription. Two of them, and Poon Slayer and. Andy Joanne just both picked up a couple of subscriptions. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. So what do we have here? We have yet another example of corruption, uh, of election theft, of insecure election technology and equipment, and it revolves around one of the players that we see happening right here in the United States of America. Now, of course, Smartmatic, they have plausible deniability. They're going to say, hey, we followed the rules. Uh, there are uh, nothing but allegations against us. You can't take their word for it. I, trust me, bro. Trust me. We've been giving you exactly what you paid for, which was insecure elections that nobody can rely on. So anyways, the commission simply were not having it. Uh, although these allegations stemming from incidents potentially spanning at least three election cycles have not been conclusively proven, their gravity and potential to damage public trust warrant the commission's proactive measure to safeguard the integrity of elections and democratic institutions based why can't they do that here in the United States of America? This is this is truthfully something that could be done on a state by state basis. Each state of our beautiful 50 United States could make the unilateral decision to go to paper ballots or to get rid of any of these electronic voting machine companies or software companies that have had allegations of impropriety against them. And they need to. They absolutely need to. Because right now, the public has no trust 
in our democratic institutions. We have no integrity in our election system. You think Smartmatic was only playing hanky-panky in the Philippines? Do you think that the Philippines is the only place where they were stealing elections, where they were bribing public officials? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Napkinator79 says, appreciate you, Zach. You are the bestest. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Napkinator. So according to the Manila Times, which as far as I'm aware is like the preeminent news organization in the Philippines, a U.S. government request for information that could be linked to possible violation of American laws was a factor in this decision. They reported that charges were being investigated, which included violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act and conspiracy and wire fraud and money laundering. These are pretty serious allegations, even if they're only allegations, Smartmatic. And it's also noteworthy to say that Batista, who served as the chairman of this commission that just kicked Smartmatic to the curb, was actually formally charged in September of this year. So while it is still an allegation and is yet to be proven in a court of law, the allegation was serious enough to warrant criminal charges against the man who supposedly took a bribe, a bribe from Smartmatic. This is all in connection with those bribes in exchange for awarding the contract for election machines to Smartmatic Corporation. The commission said the charges cast a cloud over the voting process. Why can't anybody do this here? Why is nobody paying attention? The election process in the United States of America has a pall over it. It is only a cloud. It is a series of clouds. It is a succession of cloud after cloud after cloud. Nobody trusts the system here. PBJ03 says, thank you, Zach, for the hard work you do to bring us the truth. I truly appreciate you. God bless you, Patriot. God bless you as well. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate the support. Can't tell you how much it means. Uh, also, oh, look at that. And um, Sean Joe just uh, gifted another bronze tier subscription over on pilled.net. Porpoiseful has just claimed it. Thank you so much to both of you. And then Vector117 sent a phone. He says, enjoy the show. Thank you so much. I am uh, always, always pleased to be able to be here with you guys. 5 p.m. every single day. Highlight of my day. Uh, and then uh, uh, I, yeah. So thank you very much. I appreciate you guys making this uh, a, a cool thing for me to do. So the charges against Smartmatic and former Chairman Batista are public knowledge, and they tend to cause speculation and distrust of the electoral process. Given the gravity of allegations related to bribery and compromised procurement processes as independently determined by foreign bodies, I'm sure that would be the United States, the commission recognizes the imminent threat to the strength and integrity of our democratic processes. So in light of these findings, the commission acknowledges the imminent peril to the integrity and robustness of our democratic institutions. So the panel said that the combination of potential public corruption and elections was a deadly mix in terms of public trust. Uh, I'm hearing you, sister. Again, the exact same thing is happening right here in the United States. The allegations not only undermine and cast a shadow over the procurement protocols, but also threaten to erode the public's confidence in the electoral system. Weren't there employees of Smartmatic who actually came to the United States and ended up Running elections, if I'm not mistaken, there was one down there in Texas, our, our, my friend uh, Lori, she's talked about it on a number of occasions. Now, he, of course, retired 
And if I'm not mistaken, his retirement coincided with the revelation of these bribes. I wonder if he still has any sort of financial interest in Smartmatic. I'm not making any claims. However, I am posing the question. So three election cycles. We've got doubt about the 2016 election cycle, just as we do here, uh, and the decision on the integrity of the procurement then and not, we repeat, not the integrity of any automated elections conducted in the Philippines, particularly that of the 2022 NLE. They're saying, I guess you can go ahead and trust that one, but anytime electronic voting machines or equipment was in use, I don't think that you can trust it at all. <clears throat> All right, you guys, uh, before we continue, I need to remind you about the sponsors of the second portion of the show. For ooh, Hold on a second. I need to fix the chat for Pilled. And uh, there – no, that's not it. Here's the one. Okay. And also for Rumble. So let me remind you, uh, my friends at OnenessDrops.com. OnenessDrops.com, where you can pick up your own chlorine dioxide water purification kits. Just because it has chlorine as a part of the compound doesn't mean it has anything to do with bleach. In fact, this is a well-known, well-documented, and often used additive for the purification of water, not only in the homes of preppers and campers and hikers nationwide, but around the world, also in municipal water systems. Chances are pretty good if you're you're drinking tap water coming from the city, besides the fact that it might have some fluoride in it, it's definitely probably going to have some chlorine dioxide as well. Why is that? Because it works so good. It is known as the universal antidote. It kills so many germs and microbes and pathogens. Uh, that's why I recommend that everybody have some in their medicine cabinet, in your go bag, maybe in your car or, you know, just someplace where you can get easy access to it. Uh, there are success stories all over the Internet. If you join the universal antidotes uh, telegram chat. You can speak with people who have used and continue to use chlorine dioxide on a regular basis uh, to take care of a number of different problems that they've had themselves. Maybe they don't trust medical modern science. And why the hell would you at this point? You know, trusting the science is essentially putting your life in somebody else's hands so that you can go ahead and die an early death. That's not something that I'm willing to do at this point. And places like the Washington Post and Media Matters and the New York Times attacking people like me for talking about chlorine dioxide. As far as I'm concerned, that should tell you everything you need to know about whether or not this is a substance you want to have in your own home. When you go to onenessdrops.com, you can use code RP78 to save 15% off their already awesome prices. You can use that every single time you go back. I believe you can get recurring shipments. If it's something that you're going to take on a regular basis, you can always use that discount. And besides supporting them and purchasing from them, they're a Patriot-owned, America-first company. I know the owner of the company, my buddy Jay, uh, that's why he reached out to me. Uh, You will always be supporting the channel uh, when you use my code. It's a small thing, but hey, man, you know, every penny adds up at the end of the day. And then, of course, my friend Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com. You can use code RP78 there. Let me put that in there. If you want to save up to 80% off of all of Mike's amazing products, that's the MyPillow, the MyPillow 2.0. 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. The Giza Dream Sheets, the bathrobes, the slippers. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on. Anyways, all of them are made here in America. Uh, all of them are designed here in America. They're all made in an American factory by American workers. You're supporting, again, an America first company that works to not only support podcasters like myself, but you all know that Mike Lindell has spent more money than anybody else that I can identify trying to fix the election systems here in the United States of America. And the people at some of those election companies are trying to destroy him in the same way that they are trying to destroy 
destroy independent citizen journalism like me. Uh, so one more is going to be my friends at Prepare with Red Pill 78.com. It is back the $200 off a three month supply of emergency food. You just go to my special link, Prepare with Red Pill 78.com. The link is in the description. When you go there, you will save that $200 automatically. These are many different types of delicious, nutritious foods, breakfast, lunches, and dinner, over 2,000 calories per day, uh, up to 21 different varieties of food with a 25-year shelf life. Lisa and I have two years of emergency food on hand, and uh, hopefully that's all we'll need because if the ish hits the fan, you're going to wish you had this stuff on hand. So check them out. Also, of course, it will support the podcast here. I want to thank everybody who does support the sponsors. Thank you very much to Patriot Gold at the first part of the program. You can find their phone number in the description of this video, or you will actually see it scrolling up here on the top of the screen. All right, so let's talk about Juicy Smollett. I think that there's a lot of people who believed that Juicy Smollett was never going to face justice. Yes, he was found guilty. Uh, Yes, Juicy Smollett looked like a total fool. His career is over. But at the end of the day, we want to see some real justice. And in the case of somebody who is this race baiting, uh, you know, white hater, you know, somebody who wanted to create racial division in the nation at probably the the worst possible time, best time for his career, worst time for bringing people together in America. He fostered this anti-white hatred all across America. He especially sought to destroy anyone attached to the MAGA movement or America First. If you were a Donald Trump supporter, you became a racist overnight. If you didn't believe Juicy Smollett for getting lynched in downtown Chicago and having bleach poured on him at a night when it was colder than the freezing point of bleach, why did that does, doesn't make sense, does it? Well, that's part of the reason why Juicy was convicted of filing a false police report and a number of other things. He went to jail for a little bit, but he got out while his appeal was pending. Well, guess what? It's been denied. He now has to go back to jail. He's got to finish out his sentence. Uh, He was spotted in L.A. over the weekend. I don't know if he was just trying to get some last-minute stuff done. He's certainly not auditioning for any roles because no one at this point would hire Juicy Smollett. (laughs) Drugula, you like that? (laughs) But Juicy Spillet, at the end of the day, I mean, he's an actor, right? So what did he do? He acted. He pretended to be someone who was oppressed. One of the most privileged classes in America, Hollywood elites, okay? This guy was royalty. He had a, a top-performing Fox show every single week. He was in it. They gave, they gave him a music career. He had a penthouse apartment in Chicago, Probably going to bathhouses every weekend. You know, this guy living it up in a hedonistic way. Absolutely loving it. Now, I think he's staying at his mom's house. He's sleeping on the couch. He doesn't have that penthouse apartment anymore. Nobody wants to hang out with him. And like I said, nobody is going to hire him. But Juicy Smollett is no longer going to be walking around. He is going to go back to jail. And I just wanted to make you guys aware of it because we've been following this hoax since the moment it actually happened. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad when I see people like Juicy get 
exposed. Okay, when I see people begin to realize, oh, my God, I've been lied to. I mean, this right here, this was a massive red pill because I remember. So somebody made me a painting. Um, my friend Brian, I don't know if you guys remember him, but he made this drawing of, uh, it was a pencil drawing and it had like me and like Muffin and Chi Chi and like all of these elements of my show were in it. And my face wasn't public at that time. So I was wearing like a hood or something, like a hoodie, not like a KKK hood. Anyways, he had, it had Red Pill 78 in it and all this cool stuff and, uh, one of the things that he put into the picture was this is MAGA country. And this was after we had already learned. I mean, it was likely that Juicy Smollett was a hoaxer. Um, I, a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in several years, uh, she came by the house at that time and she was clearly like an Obama supporting Democrat, like, you know, j- she was a social justice warrior, I think. We didn't really talk about politics all that much, but I could tell from a couple of things she said and like the look that she gave me when I was like talking about, you know, my love for America and Donald Trump. It was it was pretty clear that, uh, you know, we had grown sufficiently apart where we were no longer aligned on the things we believed. Anyways, she saw that picture as I was like, you know, showing her in the studio and uh, and she said, this is MAGA country. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> and I just didn't even think about it. I thought, oh, yeah, it's funny because it's a hoax because Juicy Smollett faked the lynching. Uh, he poured bleach on himself. He probably had his uh, his boyfriend punch him in the face. You know, it, it's all a big joke. But that person never realized that, had no idea that this sort of fake stuff was happening. Well, guess what? Now the whole world knows. Juicy, your life is ruined. Because you tried to ruin other people's lives. I wonder what the true cost of Juicy Smollett's lies are. Because obviously the police department in city of Chicago, they understand the cost to them. But was there any violence that was committed on behalf of Juicy's lie? Did people get jumped or did someone scream, you know, come here, cracker. This is MAGA country. I'm going to get you. Now, did that happen? I don't know. I know that people weren't lying about it. Like nobody came up and said, oh, somebody said they just kicked my my ass because I, I, I'm white and I'm a Trump supporter. You know, I mean, it happened plenty. People got into scuffles. But let's be honest. I mean, if you're a Trump supporter, if you're an American patriot, the last thing you're going to do uh, is uh, is is call the cops and say, you know, oh, you know, somebody just attacked me. I'm a victim. No, that's a thing for the left. That's a thing for people like Juicy Smollett. It's not something for somebody like Conor McGregor here. Now, Conor McGregor, since coming on the scene, he's always been kind of a, a lightning rod of a figure, hasn't he? I mean, I'm not really an MMA champion type of guy like i mean I, you know i don't fight i don't watch fights i've been to a couple boxing matches i gotta be honest my favorite boxing match was a female boxing match because when it's men they're you know they're they know that you're gonna get rocked you get close enough and it's possible you might hit the mat and you might not come up again but women they're wild okay those broads like they come out swinging and it's a lot of fun to watch and you know, and when I have seen MMA fights, it, it you know it, it's entertaining, especially if it's like uh, worthwhile adversaries. Conor McGregor, for me, the funny parts uh, are before he fights. Now he hasn't actually fought in a long time. He got injured, and he's just kind of been uh, uh, recuperating and you know changing the direction of his career. And right now, it looks like he may be going into politics. Now that has as much to do with uh, a necessity for him, I think, as it does uh, with. 
mm, the, the state of modern Ireland. Uh, you've got open hatred and uh, and racism being displayed towards native Irish peoples. You know, it, it used to be called that the the Irish they were the the blacks of Europe uh, because they were thought to be like you know the the lowest rung on the ladder. People looked down on them in the same way that allegedly they did here in America. You know, you had the Irish kept as slaves by uh, Western Europeans, uh, the British, etc. Uh, in the same way that you had uh, Africans kept as slaves. Um, but many other cultures and people were also kept as slaves. It's just that in these two instances, you know, both groups were put upon at some point. Well, you know what? Uh, you know, black people have uh, risen to uh, new levels here in America, and it's a beautiful thing. America, land of the free, home of the brave for all men and women. We are created equal, and, and we need to be established in such a way. And the beautiful thing about America is that this is truly the land of opportunity. You can pull yourselves up by the bootstraps and become anything you want. You can be successful or you can be a bum. And we have countless examples of that over and over and over again. And the Irish people fought for a long time for their independence and freedom from the British monarchy. Now, when they got it, unfortunately, the same leftist rot that infected our government and so many other Western European governments across the world, it infected Ireland. They went from a nation of warriors to a nation that essentially allowed unrestricted migration of people who were not integrated into society, and they had the exact same problems that many other nations have had. And it really came to a boiling point with the Algerian migrant who had been there for 20 years on the dole, cashing checks, never working. He got bored one day, and he went out, and he stabbed a couple of kids and a couple of parents. Oh, man, that guy. Terrible, terrible. And the response from the Irish politicians, even worse. Even worse. Can you blame the Irish people for going out and demonstrating, rioting even, in the wake of that? It's because they hit the limit. They were not willing to take it anymore. What what good are the guard? What good are the guard if they're not going to keep the Irish people safe? I don't care what color your skin is. If you're a resident of Ireland and you are looking to law enforcement to keep your community safe, that's the only thing they should do. But in too many instances, as we see all around the world, they, for some reason, seem to kowtow to these illegals and to these protected classes, and they completely abandon the people of the nation that are there from birth. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's all part of the same leftist rot that has infected the minds of so many. There was a, a, an Irish politician. I, I saw this yet last week, but I forgot to get to it. He suggested that white Irish men who demonstrated in the wake of their children being stabbed to death, uh, that they should be put to death and then it should be done on television. Now, of course, this gentleman was an immigrant himself. He came from some other nation. I don't even know where. All right. But it's a disgusting thing to say, you know, and and the Irish, the Irish men and women who were demonstrating, they're not asking for all uh, uh, immigrants to be murdered or even to be deported. They're asking for accountability. They're asking for the people whose only job is to keep them safe to do what they've been hired to do. And that uh, that includes the Garda. 
That includes the MPs. That includes the prime minister. But no, the prime minister believes that Ireland is too white. Well, I wonder what Conor McGregor thinks. I tend to believe that Conor McGregor is an Irish patriot. And it looks like he's teasing at the end of the day, a presidential run. Now, he has the type of popularity that Donald Trump has. He's already being vilified by the mainstream media, uh, and he's already a bombastic, larger-than-life personality whom the Irish people love. I think if Conor McGregor runs for president, uh, that he's going to win. And uh, I think that we are approaching a tipping point across the world, guys. It's not just the United States. It's not just Ireland. You know, I mean, it's like a number of other Western nations. In fact, in the European Parliament, uh, they have had a, a series of right wing nationalist victories in many of these European nations that are all part of that group. And uh, they are they're They're about to take control of the European Parliament in a way that they never had control before. Uh, so we could be getting to the point where we have a massive shift in the way policy is determined around the world. I, I believe that it's inevitable. We're on our way there. These people took control and they thought that they could just keep it forever. But unfortunately, the people can only take so much. I wish that it didn't have to get to the point where people had nearly lost everything for it to finally be addressed. But that's where we are. And here we go. Uh. The Irish are white. The Irish are definitely white, Sterling. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know it was in contention. Maybe I missed something. Honey, can you make me another coffee? <clears throat> oh, do you guys remember the memer? The memer who was just like sent to prison for like five years. Uh, what was it? What was it that he memed? It, it, he he put out a post. Suggesting that you could vote by uh, by phone number, uh, by text message for Hillary Clinton, right? Pretty innocuous. Uh, there was a, a, a Democrat who was posing as a Trump supporter. She did the same thing. No charges. So Sheila Jackson Lee, currently in Congress, she's actually running for mayor of uh, of Houston. And she just put out a political ad in video form. And she put the wrong date to vote in there. From my perspective, hold on. Thank you, babe. <clears throat> From my perspective, that that seems to be right along the same lines. If if the idea is that, you know, as a personality, you put out information that could potentially disrupt the act of when it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. of participating in an election, well, you know, then you put yourself in legal jeopardy. Does anybody here believe that Sheila Jackson Lee is going to be in legal jeopardy? Probably not. Could just be that she's stupid enough to mess up her own campaign. This is actually a runoff election. Let's go ahead and take a look 
at the uh, the ad itself. We can see what she was Houston, thinking. I've spent my entire career fighting for you from fighting to keep our wait, kids wait, wait. safe from gun. Was she wearing that pedophile ring? Let's go back. Houston, I've spent my entire career fighting for you. Ah! Okay, hang on. Let's we got to zoom in. Nah, she's she's not wearing it. She looks like she looks like a ring from the Hunger Games or maybe Barack Obama's campaign logo or something. But nope, she does. She's not wearing the pedo ring fighting for you from fighting to keep out. Oh, but she's definitely got those kids on her mind. That's for sure. From guns when I was on city council to my days in Congress fighting to protect women's reproductive freedom. And oh, don't forget about when she was just cussing out that dude who worked for her. My God, what a potty mouth. Filthy, filthy, dirty woman Sheila Jackson Lee is. Sheila Jackson Lee is one of the most abhorrent examples of the Democrat cesspool. We'll just call it the deep state cesspool because there's plenty of Republicans who are filthy as well. But funding for our police, schools and small businesses. Now I'm running to be your mayor, because if we're going to bring down crime, fix our streets and bring good paying jobs here, then Houston needs a champion who's ready to fight for what's right. And I am December 7th. OK, that's not Election Day. Like. I'm, you know, let, let's let's just assume that whoever made this for Sheila Jackson Lee is going to get fired. Now, it says vote on or before December 7th. Um, but December 7th is uh, is is not the last day to cast a ballot. So this is seems to be a, a fairly large oversight. I personally hope that it points to the level of cohesion and organization in Sheila Jackson Lee's own uh, uh, campaign. Looks like the actual election takes place on October 9th. So people will be able to cast ballots, apparently up till the 7th, but they're going to have another two days. So uh, you've got a field of 16 candidates uh, that initially were running, but uh, this is the final leg of the runoff and uh, they have to get 50 percent or more to win the vote. I don't want Sheila Jackson Lee in Congress any longer, uh, but I don't feel right foisting her onto the people of Houston. Uh, at this point, with only two Democrats left, I, I don't see how Houston is going to be any better off at the end of the day. All right. So uh, this was a story that I saw this morning and you know, I, 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 we've we've given um, we've given a hard time uh, often. I think all of us to public servants who have up until this point chosen to do nothing. Maybe they've spoken privately to their friends and family. Maybe they've resigned so that they can go ahead and talk about this stuff. Um, but but true whistleblowers have been few and far between. And let's just be honest. The reason behind that is because bravery is scary. And, you know, I I think a lot of us like to believe that given the opportunity, we would do the right thing. Uh, But I I know from personal experience, like not everybody does what they think they would do. I'm not saying I ever had the opportunity to be a whistleblower, you know, but um, I just know that uh, in the moment, 
people don't necessarily do what they're being called to do. And it's a shame. It's a weakness. Okay. People are weak generally. And and that needs to change. Okay. We need to reward bravery. But here is an instance of someone stepping forward. Like this guy, he is a New Zealand health ministry employee. Uh, he was exposed as part of his daily job, numbers of people who were dying. He started noticing that within a week of getting the jab, people were dropping dead. And so he took this information and he ran with it. He did a live interview on television. Uh, and, you know, I, I think this is one of the reasons why people don't do what they're supposed to do is because instead of being rewarded uh, for his efforts – the government cracked down and they raided his home. Uh, he exposed a troubling and, you know, at this point, well-known co- connection between certain batches of the Pfizer mRNA shot and these deaths that were occurring uh, in New Zealand. And, of course, the New Zealand police and the government, uh, they had a uh, dramatic response. So what what was his job he he manned uh the new zealand covid-19 vaccine database um you know i i guess it would be kind of like uh vares here but this was actually uh you know cuz they wanted to vaccinate everybody in new zealand so it was quite literally a database of every single covid shot that went out and what the aftermath of it was so he he saw these alarming excess deaths that were clearly connected between these certain batches. You know, he saw a batch, the batch would kill people, other batches wouldn't necessarily kill people. So it's a pretty easy thing to to put together. So at the time that he released this information, he, he was known by a pseudonym, Winston Smith. That's from 1984. If anybody here has not read or seen 1984, I highly recommend you do both because the book is slightly different from the film. The film uh, is uh, just a, a series of indelible images, and it really personifies in a visual way just you know, the, the direction our country could go. It's something that made an incredible impact upon me as a child when I saw it. And, you know, I, I just at that time, I was like, you know, I never want to see America get like this. But I saw how it could happen. So Winston uh, describes uh, what he's seen as the greatest evil that has been perpetrated on human beings. I agree with him 100 percent. I also believe that Winston's story as an official government emissary with direct firsthand information related to deaths that can be specifically attributed to different batches of these vaccines, it goes a long way towards convincing people out there maybe that might still be asleep. So he brought this information to Liz Gunn. Liz is a former mainstream media journalist. She's also a lawyer, and she's also the leader of the New Zealand Loyal Party. She interviewed Winston Smith, and uh, it was quite obvious. He knew at the time that he was going to be putting his job, uh, his personal safety, all of it on the line. But he knew that he had to shed light on these statistical anomalies that he was directly encountering in a professional setting, proving the dangers between these jabs and certain batches of them. So in the interview, uh, he talks about his desire to be proven wrong. He doesn't want this to be correct. So he hopes that by bringing the information forward, there can be an investigation. We can go ahead and look into these anomalies. 
More than anything, he was compelled to tell the truth, regardless of that risk to him and his career. He was driven by the severity and the implications of the data. We have no idea how many people have died as a result directly from the jabs, but I think that looking at the type of information they were cataloging in these databases in New Zealand, you know, we can probably extrapolate that to the rest of the world and come up with a figure. Uh, when asked what brought him to speak up and take such a risk, he said, I saw too much and I couldn't do nothing anymore. People of the world working in professional settings such as Mr. Smith with access to the type of data that he just revealed, I implore you, do the right thing. You know, one man standing against the behemoth of the machine is uh, frightening, okay? Uh, You are a, a single pine needle with a giant wave coming at you. It's possible to destroy you. But when many people stand up at the same time to fight the same evil, it makes it so much easier to defend. He said, someone said that bad things happen when good people do nothing. I say that all the time because that's exactly what's happened. That was obvious during World War II when Germany killed millions of innocent people. We know that they're not all bad people. Germans are not all bad people. So there were good people. They just followed orders. They were afraid to stand up. They were told what to do, and they just went along with it. Well, not us, not me, not you. One of the reasons why this is happening now is that good people are not doing enough to stop it. I would have thought at this point that more people would have been coming forward. I mean, we've talked to a number of whistleblowers here on the channel, but we need more. We need more people. Uh, But unfortunately, too many people are ruled by greed. They're ruled by fear. They're ruled by their own selfish self-interest. Winston said, I was involved with building a project, and I helped with implementing a vaccine payment system for our providers. It's called a pay-per-dose system. There was a financial incentive for the doctors to inject people with COVID-19 vaccines. So that means that every time someone gets vaccinated, they get a payment for it as a provider. He helped to build it. He implemented it. And when I was looking at the data, which is part of his job, I noticed some discrepancies with the dates of death. People getting people dying within a week of being vaccinated. As soon as the system went live, we noticed that people were dying almost straight away after being injected. So that sort of prompted my curiosity a little bit. So I dug a little deeper. You know what this tells me? You know, we've been, I think, you know, as we've had this ongoing conversation uh, about deaths surrounding the jabs, you know, every time somebody dies and, and it looks to be a sudden death or they're young and they have a heart attack or a blood clot or something, we always speculate, you know, if they were jabbed. And more often than not, we can go to their social media and find some stupid post about them wearing two masks and getting their fourth Pfizer booster. And we say, of course, you know, it's obvious. But with as quickly As the data began coming in, as soon as these jabs began to be rolled out, it tells me that our governments, our federal agencies, our public health agencies, insurance companies, billing companies, everybody, and the vaccine manufacturers, they all knew. They all knew immediately what the true cost of this was, and they still pushed it on you. They still told you to take the jab. Because the money was too good. 
What's a few dead Americans if it means that their pockets are lined with many more millions of dollars? Your life means nothing to them. These people are monsters. In one instance, in the city of South Island, Iverna Cargill, they had a total of 837 vaccination sites. They reported a 30% death rate among those people getting vaccinated. This is way higher than the average mortality rates all around New Zealand. Almost one in three people who were vaccinated at this site are now dead, Winston said. A pharmacy in Gore, another town on South Island, vaccinated 16 people with a 20% death rate. One in five of them are now dead. I can only make assumptions, Winston said, but something is clearly wrong here. So the vaccine would have come in how to get to the South Island. We don't know how it was stored or how it was transported, but something is not right here. So there might be something in the batches themselves. I can only guess at this point, but the statistics are clearly saying there is something wrong and it's connected to that South Island. The mortality rates there are far in excess of what is normal, far in excess. He said this cannot be a natural event. This is man-made. We're talking about wide-scale mass murder by the pharmaceutical companies, by the healthcare professionals who push this on people. Do you think those doctors, do you think those, 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 those pharmacy workers, do you think they didn't see that people were dying? Do you think they didn't learn about these deaths taking place? They're not that stupid. These people are are simply just not that disconnected from reality. They knew and they chose to look away. I mean, if they're paying the doctors on a per dose basis, I'm sure they're paying the pharmacies on a per dose basis. What about the people themselves? Do you think that the pharmacy workers or the pharmacy techs, do you think they got like a, a $50 bonus or something like that if they convinced somebody to get vaccinated? This pattern cannot reasonably be attributed to chance or natural causes. Statistical implications point to a correlation that demands urgent investigation. Now, here's the other thing is that people understand now the vast majority of people understand those leftoids who continue to get jabbed. Those those people are going to die much quicker than anybody else, okay? They're not even going to be around at some point. And that's terrible to say, but I'm just being as pragmatic as I can about it. The other people who have said, oh my God, never again, or who said I never would at the beginning, they're the ones who are going to inherit the earth, okay? The people who had to dose, got sick, and then realized I made a huge mistake, I should have learned, now I have, I'm never going back. Those people are now awake And they're not going to be willing to subjugate themselves or to just take the advice of some well-meaning doctor telling them that they should get jabbed. But this means to me that everybody virtually at this point knows that there's something wrong here. So where are these investigations? Where is the accountability? These people murdered your friends, your family, your children. They killed these people with these deadly injections. Something has got to be done, and I think it will, but it's not going to happen unless we pressure them to have it happen. 
So Smith described his process of analysis. He was highlighting the focal point of concern that the top 10 batches with the highest fatality rates post-vaccination were the ones he looked at. Through an internally managed batch ID system, connections were made between these batches and then the subsequent deaths. The findings are quite alarming. Some of the batches showed a mortality rate as high as 21%. So what I did was look at the data. I looked at the top 10 batches that had a high death count. And then I put them in a chart. So it's got a batch ID, which is our internal number for a batch. You can easily get the Pfizer batch ID from that. It shouldn't be too difficult. And we've talked about this before. You can go to howbadismybatch.com. If you are a person who was jabbed and you got sick, you can go take a look at it. You can see how many other people self-reported as getting sick. Dirk McGurkin says Western medicine is on life support. It's time to pull the plug. Yeah. Uh, I was done with Western medicine a very, very long time ago. What we need is homeopathic doctors, patriots to become homeopathic doctors, so that just in case ish hits the fan, we still have people who understand how the human body works and who understand how natural remedies can help you. So thank you very much, Dirk. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, You know... American Patriot, doctors are so effing stupid. I I think that some of them are, but what's even worse is I know that some of them are fully aware of what happened. I think that that enough of them were aware of what happened. And, And the ones who are not stupid and the ones who were aware enough to say no, they're the ones that they tried to destroy. Those are the ones we've had here on the program before. Kelly says, don't forget, you could have gotten a free donut if you got the jabby. Yeah, that's right. You could get a free donut and diabetes along with your jabby. Uh, yes, Tiki, you're right. IQ is not intelligence. It's not the same thing at all. Just because you know how to put together a trapezoid or solve a complicated uh, geometric uh, 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 equation doesn't mean that you have the best street sense or the uh, actual intelligence to make decisions. Uh, and we have a lot of people who may be smart in regards to a certain subject. Maybe you can remember all of the various organs and systems of the body and exactly where the blood vessels are so that when you cut into that dermis, you're not going to make somebody bleed out. But that doesn't mean that you're uh, naturally smart at the end of the day. So, Here you can see out of these top 10 batches, uh, wow, uh, okay, so these are, these are batch numbers that I think he equated to these different batches. That's not the actual Pfizer batch. But you've got the death percentages. They range from almost, uh, well, 21.38% down to 4.52%. Now, the uh, critical question is, what about the remaining batches? Uh, what about future batches? Uh, and what about any batches, obviously, that are, are being distributed in other nations around the world? You know, we just talked the other day about the incidence of uh, not only mortality, but, you know, heart issues that are taking place in uh, in members of our own military. That guy, the video that I showed you. He lost his access to the systems. They're punishing him by not allowing him to get the data anymore. So this is fairly obvious as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Now, what about the police raiding his home? 
going after him uh, in a legal sense. You know, this is a familiar story, unfortunately, in Western nations, which are supposedly great democracies, paragons of virtue and liberty. Unfortunately, it's all a ruse. It's all a facade. They use the shroud of freedom to take yours from you. So this man now faces some fairly serious charges after coming forward with the data about his fellow New Zealand citizens dying where nobody else said anything. As far as I know, he's the first one in New Zealand to come forward with this type of information. So he came forward and he was arrested on Sunday. I believe that this report was broadcast on Saturday night. So what have they charged him with? The unauthorized disclosure and misuse of data. The unauthorized disclosure and misuse of data. What's What, what sort of misuse was it? He didn't even give the actual Pfizer batches. He just gave the numbers of deaths, which by all accounts should be publicly available data. So... Uh, his name is actually Barry Young. That's his true name. Uh, and uh, I believe he's no longer going to be responsible for maintaining that vaccination database. But the um, the police came into his home. Uh, actually, they arrested him on Sunday and now he's being held. He had a court appearance earlier today uh, in a Wellington district court uh, during the initial appearance. Uh, he was given a standing ovation by the crowded gallery of New Zealand patriots. And then later in the afternoon, he returned for his his, his bail hearing uh, and they denied him bail. They are going to keep him in jail for the crime of telling the people how dangerous these jabs are. Uh, Judge Andrew Nichols eventually granted bail under the condition that Young be released at 1 p.m. tomorrow. So uh, as he was being escorted back to his cells, he shouted freedom to the gallery. Uh, and uh, this complaint uh, was made by his employer, and uh, they charged him with dishonestly accessing a computer. Uh, he hasn't entered a plea yet, uh, and I'm not exactly certain how the New Zealand legal system works. Um, but this is what uh, they said about it. The data, as published on an overseas site, appears to have been anonymized. Analysis of the release data is ongoing, but work so far has not found any national health index numbers or personally identifiable information, which to be frank, I believe is the point of the law that they attempted to charge him under. There was no details released about anyone in particular. Their name, their social security number, their physical address, nothing was actually released other than the details about these vaccination sites. And again, that information would already have been available publicly. Um, the, uh, the There has been an injunction that's been placed against him. Uh, they're using that injunction to try to take down this information that I just shared with you uh, from a specific website that was set up overseas outside of New Zealand uh, to continue to be able to inform people about this information. And they're also scanning websites all around the world uh, to determine where else this info may be online and how they can go ahead and get it taken down. Uh, they said we sought and were granted an injunction through the Employment Relations Authority that prevents any publication of the data to ensure that we can take all steps to protect the privacy of individuals. Well, let's be honest. We're talking about dead people. So what 
privacy has been violated. Uh, these people are no longer walking on planet Earth. I would imagine their families would like to know this information so that they can use it to their benefit. Again, I don't know how it works in New Zealand, but here, unfortunately, these these uh, uh, vaccine companies, they, they have like total immunity almost. But is it still immunity if they knew that they were going to kill people and they rolled it out? Anyway, I think that that changes the game just a little bit. And if it doesn't, well, it should. But by posing this as uh, some sort of a data breach, uh, it's very disingenuous. And uh, and it shows what they truly care about. And that's the cover up. OK, they don't care about you as a citizen. They don't care about your health. They don't care about your wellness. It was never about your health. It was never about making sure that you live a long and fruitful life. If anything, it was probably about making sure that you die as soon as possible and that if you live, you want to die as soon as you possibly can. I mean, what good is it for them if you're out there causing trouble, talking to people about things that are happening in the world that are true outside of the prescribed mainstream narrative? They would just rather you shut up and go away. You know, another thing they would really like us to shut up and go away over is the continued investigations into the problems in our own election system. Washington State, although many people look at Washington State and consider it to be a lost cause that's been taken over by leftists, there are still a lot of patriots there. Makes me wonder uh, how the people at the Washington Tea Room are doing, because I haven't heard from them in quite some time. And the last time I did speak to Brianna, she basically said, hey, she had to take a step back because it was just too hard on her and her family. Sterling Cannabis, thank you very much, over on Rumble. He says, I work with a naturopath nutritionist for nine months. My health is better than it was 20 years ago. It all has to do with eating a diet that is proper for my metabolism. Get better health care. Yes, absolutely. Nutrition, proper eating is so vitally important. You know, it's not just uh, eating what's proper for your metabolism, although that is very important. Uh, it's ensuring the proper intake of natural Vitamins and minerals and whole unadulterated ingredients. Uh, the more processing that your food goes through, the worse it is for you. The, the least like what God actually intended for you to consume. That's what it is. Uh, and there is so little nutrition in modern day food. It's just basically carbs and, uh, and, and fats. That, that's, that's all that they do. And, uh, quite often it's not even natural fats. Uh, I, I love eating foods that are high in fat. I love eating foods that are high in whole ingredients, beautiful, fresh, homegrown, uh, farm-raised meat that isn't GMO and isn't eating GMO corn, uh, cast, pasture-raised cows, best possible meat you can get. Uh, yes, God, God made tacos. <laughs> you know, I mean, tacos, what is it really? It's just, it's just ground up corn, right? You know, as long as you're eating corn that isn't, uh, it, uh I'm sorry, the taco shell. As long as you're eating corn that isn't GMO, uh, you got beef, you got onions, you got cilantro, you got some lime, you got some, you know, brilliant handmade corn tortillas. You fry that up. My God, we've got tacos in the fridge. Lisa went to the grocery store earlier today. I'm going to be making them tonight. I'm so excited. 
All right. So getting back to my story here. So uh, Washington County election officials reported the retrieval of over 140 ballots from inactive mailboxes all across the state. 140. Those are the ones they caught. So this incident has illuminated a critical postal service mishap just as the United States is gearing up for the election next year. So these ballots were found after the November 7th election when vigilant voters who hadn't seen updates on the status of their ballots began to raise concerns. So officials reported finding 87 ballots in King County, 37 in Pierce County, and then smaller counts in Clark and Thurston counties. So it took a concerted effort by election officials, but they were able to confirm that all but one of these ballots were validly cast for the November 7th elections. But as we've said on so many different occasions before, anyone who has their ballot not counted, who is disenfranchised, that's a problem. This is why paper ballots on the day of are so vitally important because you vote, they go ahead and scan it or they count it in whatever way they are doing right then. They tally it up and you know that your ballot has actually counted for something. But Officials in this instance have emphasized that the count reportedly did not affect the outcome of any races. It never does, does it? Doesn't matter how badly they screw up. They always say, oh, it didn't matter in the end. So who is at fault here? Well, the U.S. Postal Service appears to be at fault. They're the ones who failed to deliver these ballots. Uh, the Washington Secretary of State, Steve Hobbs, who is a Democrat, uh, has sent a letter to the U.S. Postal Service. He said the delayed discovery of at least 124 voters' ballots in USPS collection boxes and public spaces in King and Pierce counties undercut the foundational tenet of our vote-by-mail architecture, meaning – It failed because you guys can't do your job. Every Washington voter needs to be able to trust that a mailed ballot is a voted ballot. It's unacceptable that voted ballots placed in USPS receptacles went undelivered for so long. Sounds to me like these guys just weren't doing their job. They they didn't even bother picking up the mail. Uh, how many times have you lost something in the mail because uh, perhaps uh, an, an, a postal worker just didn't do their jobs? I mean, you'll never know, do you? you? Will you? Because they don't tell you. They don't tell you that. The only thing you know is that your grandchild didn't get the birthday card or, or maybe your bill never showed up or maybe you were expecting a check and you never got it. Turns out that someone working at the post office ripped the letter open and they stole it. I was watching, incidentally, I was watching an uh, uh, interview with a guy who was like a, 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 like a white-collar drug kingpin. And uh, and he was talking about how much money he made sending drugs through uh, U.S. Postal Service, uh, UPS, and FedEx. And funnily enough, just anybody out there who's thinking about getting into this, UPS is the worst. If you send drugs through UPS, chances are maybe, you know, 30% of the time they're going to open that package and they're going to steal it. And you're never going to see your, your goods. So, uh, of course, don't do that. You, you don't want to sell drugs. It's not good for you. Uh, but – uh, please advise me as soon as possible of all the steps that the U.S. Postal Service is taking to prevent such a situation from arising in future election cycles and to ensure that every ballot put into a collection box is delivered in a timely fashion. I don't think they're going to be able to do that because the U.S. Postal Service is broken at the end of the day. They are they're just unable to do their jobs in the way that are prescribed. And I think that 
mail-in voting is a terrifically bad idea. Uh, not only is it possible to inject fake ballots into the system, that's another question. You know, so these 147 ballots didn't get counted. Um, well, how many other ballots were injected into the system, which would have negated their votes in the first place? They say that these votes wouldn't have changed the outcome. But we have no idea how many fake ballots were cast, how many ghost voters cast ballots, and uh, how many ballots were able to slip their way into that system, uh, completely invalidating the trust that we have in our election system. This, you know, these are mail-in paper ballots, but it's mail-in. They didn't show up on election day. They didn't have somebody take that ballot and prove to them that they were going to count it. And even then, let's be honest, we don't really know if our ballots are going to be counted in person either because of these electronic machines that are involved. Oh, look at this. K.K. Walty says USPS has employees who steal CBD from the mail. Had it happened to me? Yeah, that's uh, that. that's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, I hate feeling like you can't trust Something as simple as the post office. I mean, you should be able to trust them, but unfortunately we can't. And we know that they're infected by uh, leftist ideals. So Lancaster County, uh, I believe this is in Pennsylvania, uh, voters there are asking questions from, get this, the Postal Service, because their mail-in ballots also missed election deadline, which resulted in them being disqualified. And we know that the election, the elections in Pennsylvania are frequently very contentious. So you've had the U.S. Postal Service, again, in the same way and in a different part of the country, totally different workers failing to deliver mail-in ballots disenfranchising a series of voters. Uh, but, you know, I guess maybe it might not be such a big deal coming up into the next election, because if you'll remember, that elections judge just said that, ah, you know, we're just going to count every single ballot. doesn't matter if they're dated or not. I guess the, it becomes a problem if they're dated correctly and then just nobody ever picks them up from the mailbox. All of these ballots that we're talking about in this instance were marked October 30th in Harrisburg. They sat undelivered for two weeks, so they missed the 8 p.m. deadline for Election Day, which was November 7th in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Now, that means they got there on November 13th, which mm, shucks, it's two weeks late, and officials in the election had no choice but to reject them. The exact number of affected ballots remains unconfirmed. We don't know, but estimates range from 100 to 150. Now, if I was a, a resident of Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, I would be upset. I would be angry. I'd be frustrated. And many of the voters who were attempting to figure out just what the heck happened to their ballots, they're frustrated, too. They're angry, too. They're getting automated messages on November 14th informing them of their ballot rejection because they didn't meet the delivery deadline. <sighs> Mark Lawrence is a spokesperson for the USPS, and he refrained from detailing the causes of the delay. Okay, well, 
There's only so many people delivering the mail, right? And if the mail doesn't get picked up or it gets picked up by a certain person and then they just leave it in the back of their truck, I feel like the cause of the delay is pretty obvious. We're talking about an incompetent employee. And the Postal Service, uh, in the same way that many other federal agencies, uh, are, they're based on relationships, nepotism, uh, familial and, and, and friendships. Um, you know, unfortunately, people can can fail spectacularly and maintain their job because they're part of a union. They're part of that network of people. You know, you're friends with uh, uh, Sharonda. I'm, I'm friends with uh, Martin. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get jobs at the post office because of our good buddies who already work there. It's the same with the CDC. It's the same with, I don't know, the Department of Education. It just goes on and on. You know, maybe not the Department of Energy because you got to have a certain level of schooling to get in there. But even then, you can't trust that. But the post office, think, you know, guys, nothing to worry about. They are looking into it. They're reviewing the process in the same way they're reviewing the process in the state of Washington. I'd say in much the same way that uh, the rest of our election system doesn't work. The election system itself is broken, and the use of the U.S. Postal Service uh, to deliver mail-in ballots, well, that's broken too. Because as we've seen on so many different occasions, even at 3 in the morning on election night, after ballots should have already been counted, they have no problem injecting tens of thousands of ballots into the system. But they can't take your ballot, can't pick it up from your mailbox They can't deliver it to the annex for delivery two weeks ahead of time. They can't do that, but they can help to steal an election. I mean, come on, really? We all know what's going on here. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. I would never vote by mail. Uh, I I feel like there was one time where I was going to need to because I was going to be out of town. But even then, I didn't vote by mail. I went down to the clerk's office and I handed my ballot to the clerk. And I checked, and yes, my vote did count. Uh, Wicked Ghost says all of Pennsylvania is upset with our, quote, elections. A few years ago, they passed a law that lets illegal aliens get driver's licenses. Then they just passed a law that if you get a license, you're automatically registered to vote. We have commented on that here, Wicked, and I am so sorry. I'm so frustrated when I hear something like that. And as a resident of Pennsylvania, that's got to be just offensive as all get out. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mute. All right, so real briefly, before we close that, actually, let me just see. What else did I have here for you today? Um, there were there's, – there's quite a few stories, but I – I don't have time to get through all of them. Ah, let's just jump to the main event. Hunter Biden's business, Owasco, was caught making direct payments directly to Joe Biden. We have receipts. I think this is the most important story of the day, and I'm so glad that I didn't forget to give it to you. Now, once again, in the same way that all of these revelations about money changing hands being uh, checks written to Joe Biden, et cetera, 10 percent for the big guy. Uh, this is all coming from James Comer and his committee. So 
Joe Biden has said on numerous occasions he never talked to Hunter Biden about his overseas business dealings. He never profited from his son's overseas business dealings. And when you're just getting the odd check or two that are coming from your brother or his wife, uh, you know, it doesn't matter that there's a, 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 a series of events that take place before that check is written, you know, like you, you grift off of a, a healthcare company that you know is going to fail after promising that you're going to have your brother, who's the vice president, bring in the Saudis, you know, that you, you can't really prove anything with that. It looks bad, certainly looks bad. But in this instance, we're talking about Hunter Biden's Owasco PC, uh, the same place that Hunter was running Chinese money through uh, as a lawyer for the spy chief of China. Hunter Biden would get money from the Chinese Communist Party, and then it turns out he was cashing checks directly to Joseph Robinette Biden, his father, on a monthly basis. For what reason? Joe Biden was not providing legal services at Owasco PC. Joe Biden didn't provide products to Owasco PC. This appears to be that 10% for the big guy. And House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer has released the bank records he received after subpoenaing Hunter Biden, Owasco, Hunter, and Joe Biden. And it shows that these monthly payments were coming in from Owasco. Now, Hunter, remember, is currently under federal investigation. Why? Because he used a Wasco PC for tax evasion and a number of other crimes. And Joe Biden says he never received a dime from China. Well, technically, he didn't. What he received was dime after dime after dime from his son's legal entity that was receiving money from China. And... We've always asked, where is the money? Show me the money. Well, I think we should listen to Biden James Comer and his explanation. President Joe Biden claimed there was an absolute wall between his official government duties and his family's influence peddling schemes. This was a lie. President Joe Biden claimed his family didn't receive money from China. This was a lie. President Joe Biden claimed he never spoke to his son, Hunter Biden, about the Biden's family's shady business dealings. This was a lie. Now, Hunter Biden's legal team and the White House's media allies claim Hunter's corporate entities never made payments directly to Joe Biden. We can officially add this latest talking point to the list of lies. Today, the House Oversight Committee is releasing subpoenaed bank records that show Hunter Biden's business entity, Owasco PC, made direct monthly payments to Joe Biden. This wasn't a payment from Hunter Biden's personal account, but an account for his corporation that received payments from China and other shady corners of the world. At this moment, Hunter Biden is under an investigation by the Department of Justice for using Owasco PC for tax evasion and other serious crimes. And based on whistleblower testimony, we know the Justice Department made a concerted effort to prevent investigators from asking questions about Joe Biden. I wonder why. I wonder why. The more we learn, it appears the Justice Department was trying to cover up for the Bidens until brave IRS whistleblowers came forward and a federal judge rejected the sweetheart plea deal. Payments from Hunter's business entity to Joe Biden are now part of a pattern 
revealing Joe Biden knew about, participated in, and benefited from his family's influence peddling schemes. When Joe Biden was vice president, he spoke by phone, attended dinners, and had coffee with his son's foreign business associates. He allowed his son to catch a ride on Air Force Two at least a dozen times to sell the Biden brand around the world. Hunter Biden requested office keys to be made for his office mate, Joe Biden, in space he planned to share with a Chinese energy company. We've revealed how Joe Biden received checks from his family that were funded by the Biden's influence peddling schemes with China, no less. The House Oversight Committee continues to investigate Joe Biden's involvement in his family's domestic and international business schemes at a rapid pace. We will continue to uncover the facts and provide transparency about the findings of our investigation. President Biden and his family must be held accountable for this blatant corruption. The American people expect no less. So, money coming directly from the same corrupt business that Hunter Biden was using to funnel money through, to hide bits and pieces of his influence peddling operation that he couldn't have done without his father. We have the bank records. We have the checks. We have the money. Joe Biden said, show me the money. Well, guess what, Joe? We've found the money. Millions of dollars coming from the Chinese Communist Party and affiliated entities into Owasco PC's accounts, after which they would be directly funneled into the personal bank accounts of Joe Biden. Remember this one? I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. This is Hunter talking to a CCP operative. Tell the director, I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And I mean tonight. And Z, if I get a call or a text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, my dad, and every person he knows, he's the vice president. And my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my directions. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father, Joe Biden. And it was just a few weeks later that Hunter received that $5 million wire from a Chinese firm. Then there was another payment of $5 million came right through. This is money laundering and influence peddling at its finest, my friends. And it's important that this information is coming out. We've talked about timing. Well, they're almost out of time. All right. We've got 10 days. That included today, which is now over for Republicans to launch the impeachment investigation against Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas. But uh, then they're going on Christmas break once again. We come up against this hard deadline. We've had months of snail's crawl, of leaking of information, of revelations of data. Snail's pace. And something that I think many of us believe is far more important than any other BS that these people are focused on in Washington, D.C. And so now they're about to go on Christmas break for a month. My God. 
I'm going to be working that whole time. These people, uh, servants of the people, aren't they? Taking a month break when the rest of us are working our fingers to the bone. We don't get a month off, do we? Anybody here going to take a month off for Christmas? I think you'd be lucky if you get a, a day off. Maybe you'll take the morning off on uh, New Year's Day. Yeah, I, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to hear that. If anybody here is going to have a month's vacation, I don't think we're going to get a single one. <clears throat> but here's the thing: they can't file the impeachment investigation unless they get the proof. Or, I mean, they could. They could. All right. But they're going to do it with the intention of trying to get Joe Biden impeached, which means that the information itself has to be unassailable. They have to be able to show there was actual illegal things taking place. Okay, but the only problem is, even if they find that information, um, they just kicked George Santos out of Congress too quick. Ah, I love my work, too. Don't get me wrong. My point is that when important things are on the table, Congress goes away for a month, for two months, for three months, break at a time. They were elected to do one thing and one thing only, and that is the legislative portion of our government to uh, help to construct the legal framework for the way things are done here in America. And rather than do that, they spend a lot of time wishy-washy and around uh, you know, giving press conferences, uh, dropping little bits of information to the American people, but they rarely do something that helps the American people. That's the swamp that I'm de- that I'm describing. This is the the major problem with the United States is the public corruption that's inherent. And I am not a f- uh, uh, I, I don't believe that Joe Biden will be impeached, but I think that. To have the impeachment and to present the information to the American public and, you know, for him to be convicted, uh, for him to be, you know, impeached in the House and then not convicted in the Senate, it will send a message to the American people. The message that we need to send that we need to show people is that this man is probably the most corrupt public official in modern history. And we need to show them exactly how. And we need to give them as many reasons as possible to demand that he be removed and be brought to justice. Donald Trump is already the man. He's already the candidate. He's already the winner. Uh, What's important is that we prove to the entirety of this nation how corrupt the system is that's trying to destroy him and us at the same time. So every opportunity we have to red pill this nation, we need to take it and we need to we need to lean in hard. So Bob Menendez, who I've spoken about, you know, he's been charged with some heinous stuff. He's been charged with heinous things in the past. He made it through his trial the first time he he was there was like a mistrial and then he was acquitted. The Democrats never talked about kicking him out during that time. Bob Menendez was accused and has been connected to underage prostitutes. That's what they always say. Underage prostitutes or young prostitutes. What we're actually talking about is child sex trafficking victims. Those are the types of, uh, of, of, uh, of prostitutes that, that Bob Menendez would hire when he'd go to the Dominican Republic. The Democrats never kicked him out. George Santos may, you know, have been, uh, have been accused of doing some scummy things, but 
the Republicans have moved to expel him from the House of Representatives. It's only happened a handful of times, maybe five or six times. We've talked about another time that they did it here uh, on this channel. And that was uh, uh, that was uh, James Traficant. James Traficant, who gave that super base speech uh, about the state of the nation when we filed for bankruptcy in like 1993 or something like that, about how the fiat currency system works and how we're essentially slaves of the central banks. They couldn't abide that. They had to get rid of him. So what does George Santos know? What has he actually done? I mean, if he if 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 he took money from his campaign coffers and used it illegally, then he should have the right to go on trial and to have that evidence presented. Now he's just had his career destroyed, and uh, and he's no longer going to be part of the Republican voting bloc in the House of Representatives. That's not something Democrats would have done. Uh, what's funny is that uh, John Fetterman picked up on this, and uh, he actually hired George Santos to make a cameo giving advice to Bob Menendez. So let's go ahead and take a listen to George Santos's advice to Menendez. Hey, Bobby, uh, look, I don't think I need to tell you, but these people that want to make you get in trouble and want to kick you out and make you run away, you make them put up or shut up. You stand your ground, sir, and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there. Stay strong. Merry Christmas. I think it's hilarious that Fetterman hired Santos to make that cameo. Um, (laughs) I think it's really funny. Anyways, George Santos has not been convicted. George Santos is not guilty. He's only been accused of something. And the Republicans who kicked him out, uh, I, I, I don't know what this is about. Is it about expelling anybody who identifies as America first? You know, maybe. Uh, That could very simply be it. But George Santos is not taking it lying down. He's actually now filed ethics complaints against uh, a number of the people who fought to have him removed. Uh, It was basically all of the Democrats and 105 Republicans. Um, They are now only going to hold a three vote majority in the House, like virtually nothing at all. So. These GOP lawmakers, these are the same ones who couldn't impeach Alejandro Mayorkas, even though he has presided over the greatest single influx of illegal immigrants uh, in America's history. Um, but uh, if there's one thing that I thought that they were going to be able to get, an impeachment of Mayorkas, I thought it would be it. Um, so in the entrance, in the interest of fixing the problems Mayorkas created and, you know, barring being able to impeach him and get rid of him. One thing that we have talked about is is actions by the states. And this is something that we have, you know, we have maligned over and over again. We have been really frustrated by this. Well, Greg Abbott has just taken the first step to ensure that states can enforce the law of crossing the border illegally. Previously, this was illegal at the federal level. It was supposed to be ICE. It was supposed to be Immigrations, Customs Enforcement, and the the DHS that handled this type of stuff. Well, Governor Abbott is just set to sign a new Texas law. 
if people cross the border illegally, it then becomes a state crime and it will empower state officers to arrest them and begin the process of removing them from the state. This is one of those things that I think a lot of us have been asking for. We've wondered why if it's such a no brainer. Why have they not done it yet? Well, I'm glad that Texas is finally taking the steps to do this because this is something I think that every single state that that rides the southern border needs to do as well. So Governor Abbott revealed the plans for this law during an interview with Maria Bartiromo, and he said that because of the severity of the immigration issue, the high number of illegals that are crossing and the failure of Joe Biden's regime and his agencies to do anything about it, it means that this is a problem that is just so extraordinarily bad. It has forced an unprecedented response. The numbers are so high. I think last night, something like 10,000 People came across the border, 10,000 people that had contact with the border officials. Joe Biden is laying out an opportunity for all of these people to come here illegally. And then I would assume that at a certain point, they're going to give them driver's licenses as well. And then they're going to automatically register them to vote. But the construction of the wall being shut down, the opening of these razor wire barriers, it has allowed these illegals to come pouring through and, and with the, the hands of state officials tied behind their backs, they've been helpless to do anything about it. But now Governor Abbott says that Texas needs to take it a step further. They're going to deny illegals the ability to enter their state because once this bill goes into law in two weeks, it will become a state-level criminal offense to enter illegally into Texas from any other country. This extends authority to every single peace officer in Texas, whether they're a county sheriff, whether they're a Texas ranger, uh, whether they are a Houston PD. He's going to sign this into law. It's going to make it illegal for people to come on in, and it's going to allow any Anyone who is a peace officer in the state of Texas to arrest those people. Now, I guess the next question would be, what do we do with them once we arrest them? I said we take a, 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 a page from Joe Arpaio's playbook. Texas is a big freaking state. You can set up a lot of tent cities all across the southern border. Actually, now that I think about it, maybe you don't want to keep them all in one place. If this is uh, really some sort of... Um, uh, you know, invasion force, all of those military aged men, what if they decide that they're going to riot? Uh, they're going to, you know, all join forces. And then the next thing you know, we've got uh, an invading force just like riding the entirety of the southern border. I don't know. There's plenty of ways that we can handle it. Uh, but I, I don't think that we want to just put them in jail and leave that at the whim of the Texas taxpayer. No, we're going to have to Put these people on a plane and send them back to their country of origin. And I hope they send the bill to Joseph Robinette Biden. All right. Let me say thank you very much to Karen Allen, 43. She just got herself a subscription dropped by Sean Joe. Thank you very much, Sean Joe. Uh, Karen Allen, appreciate you as well. Boise Blanc 89, thank you for the can. And then Karen, thank you very much for the cookie as well. Uh, I think that is everything over there. Uh, and to do, 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 let me make sure that I'm not missing anything over on my phone. Okay, and that's it. So, you guys, uh, I'll be back tonight at 1030. 
p.m. Eastern for an episode of Baseless Conspiracies with John. We are taking your calls this week. So if you have your own experiences, you know, strange happenings, paranormal activity, shadow people, because that's what we've been talking about the last two weeks. Give us a call tonight. John will put out the instructions on how to do that. But I am here live on Red Pill 78 uh, with Red Pill News Live Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern on Friday and Saturday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. And sometimes longer if it's a really good conversation. I have Friday and Saturday night live stream where I interview incredible patriots, brilliant minds from within the truth and freedom movement and even people who may not consider themselves to be part of the truth and freedom movement, but have their own unique stories to tell. I interview a whole bunch of cool people and then we take your calls in the second half of the show. And then Sundays, I have the day off. Uh, I hope that you guys uh, enjoyed the show today. If you wouldn't mind, please leave a like. Please leave a comment after the live stream ends because your chats are not going to stay there on the video. And then please, at uh, the end of the show, let me also remind you about my friends at C60 Evo. Let me just jump on over to C60 Evo.com forward slash red pill 78. And if you were to head over there, the link is in the description of this video. But my friends at C60 Evo produce some pretty amazing stuff called C60 Evo, ESS60. We've talked about it on a number of programs. Uh, you can save 15%, no, excuse me, 10% off your order with code REDPILL78. Uh, and the more you buy, the more you save. You can stack this with a whole bunch of different discounts. Uh, but the incredible stuff that's going on with the C60 molecule, it has some incredible potential in terms of health, well-being, mental clarity, uh, also uh, aging. There are products for your skin. There's products for you to take internally. I even have been giving it to the dogs and the cat, Smokey, Muffin, Chi-Chi, been giving them C60 Evo, ESS60 every single day, and uh, I think it's really actually helping because all of them are super old. Chi-Chi just had his 17th birthday the other day, if you believe it. So please check out c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. Please check out my friends at Prepare with redpill78.com, my Patriot Supply. Save $200 off a three-month supply of food. Thank you for supporting Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com using code RP78 and saving up to 80% off of those amazing American-made products. And then, of course, also using code RP78 at OnenessDrops.com to save 15% off your chlorine dioxide water purification kits, which is not bleach. These stupid people in the mainstream media don't know enough about chemistry, or maybe they think that you're not intelligent enough to have taken a high school-level chemistry class as well, but I know much different than what they think. You guys are some of the most intelligent people on the face of the planet because you know that the mainstream media, that the deep state apparatus in Washington, D.C., and the evil international banking cartels are all seeking to subjugate, to destroy you, to take your life, liberty, your property. There was also a ruling uh, made by the Supreme Court. There was a ban on handguns for like 18 to 21-year-olds. They determined it was unconstitutional. It violates the Second Amendment. It's a wonderful thing. All right, you guys, uh, that is all. I'm going to pass out the gold pills, and then I hope to see you tonight at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Baseless Conspiracies with myself and uh, John Harold. 
You can also catch me Wednesdays at 9 on Badlands Media with my good friend Brad Getz. We do another show called Altered State. And then Thursdays at 4 p.m., on Badlands Media, I am a co-host on Taken Aback with, quite frankly, an Adel Nero. Uh, and then also Wednesdays at 6 p.m., broadcast on Amp News, I am a regular contributor on Making Sense of the Madness with Jason Burmis. So whether I see you here, there, or any other place, I hope you have a wonderful night. Good luck. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, 
solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.